Hey, fellow Mathers, before we get into this episode, we want to share with you how you can get access to free content, professional learning that will keep your students engaged and doing the math that matters. Get ready to go to this link, mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. That's right. Registration is open for the free Math is Figure Outable challenge that's starting May 15th and runs to the 17th at 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have three nights jam-packed with learning and routines that you can take straight to your classroom. In these challenges, we have a great time. We do some math, talk about classroom experiences, give away super cool bonuses and prizes. You won't just walk away with routines that are naturally engaging and encourage your students to think mathematically. You'll also have a chance to win over 6 k worth in prizes, including a few virtual PD sessions for your school. I'll be joined by my wonderful co-host, Kim, and special guest, Jenna Labe. You can register at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge for a fantastic learning experience. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Now on to the show. Hey, fellow mathematicians, you're listening to the podcast where math is figureoutable. I'm Pam. And I'm Kim. And you found a place where math is not about memorizing and mimicking, waiting to be told or shown what to do, but y'all, it's about making sense of problems, noticing patterns, reasoning using mathematical relationships. We can mentor our students to be mathematicians as we co-create meaning together. Not only are algorithms not particularly helpful in teaching mathematics, but rotely repeating steps actually keep students from being the mathematicians they can be. So in the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about decimal multiplication and Woo! helping make sense of multiplication of decimals in kids' heads. So today we're going to tackle some gnarly problems and share what happens in our heads as we solve them. Because if we can build really reasoning with decimal multiplication, then we can get super flexible and have a lot of fun deciding mm -hmm. kind of using that anticipatory thinking, what strategy do we want to use here? And then that's where math really becomes um, more and more figure outable and fun and creative all at the same time. Mm -hmm. All right, Kim, I got a question for you. <clears throat> yep. Here is what we would call a gnarly problem, and I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to ask you what comes to mind, and just you try to be as explicit as you can about all of the things, even if you decide to do something, but you had considered something else. I want to, I want to hear what you had considered, and then what you were like, like discarded, and just really put your brain out there, okay? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Here's the problem. 0.77, or 77 hundredths times 2.4 or two and four tenths. Okay. 77 times 2.4. So, you know, what's interesting is that in the last episode, I kind of mentioned that a lot of times with decimals, I yank them out of, I, I yank the, the digits out mm -hmm. of the decimal place value. And I solve it however I want to solve it. And the then numbers. I, mm -hmm, then I consider the fact that I was really dealing with decimals. Um, I'm kind of thinking about what I want to share here. Um, so maybe I'll start sharing and you could say, no, I don't, I don't want to hear that strategy, but <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. You know, I um, actually like uh, percentages as well. So I, I kind of want to gal. mix that in a little bit um, if that's okay. Yeah. So I want to think about 0. 0.75 
times 2.4. And so bear with me for a second, because I know that 0.75 is the same thing as 75%. Yeah. And I know that 2.4 can be considered as $2.40. So I want 75% of $2.40. And that is, and that is a dollar 80 or one. How do you know? How do you know it's dollar? Um, because 75%. So each 25% would represent 60 cents. So I need three of those 60 cents to be a dollar 80. To get three of those quarters, 75%, mm-hmm. that's $1.80. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, so far I have 0.75 times 2.4 equals 1.8. So I'm, okay. I'm actually pretty close. So now I want to think about... Um, Why are you thinking? Sorry, because the problem, and this is all audio, so I'm just going to say it again, because the problem was 0.77 mm-hmm. times 2.4. Right now you have 0.75 times 2.4. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sorry to interrupt. So I am 2% or 0.02 away. So I'm actually going to go 2 times 2.4 is 4.8 because then I'm going to scale down, scale down. Does that make sense? So 2 times 2.4 is 4.8. So that means 0.2 times 2.4 is 0.48 and 0.02 times 2.4 is 0.8. Zero four eight, yep. and that's helpful down, because down. I can use the point seven five and the point zero two each times two point four to get point seven seven times two point four is one point eight four eight. Because one point eight plus that point zero four eight mm-hmm. is one point eight four eight. Nice. And the thing nice. is, I don't, I don't question it. Like I, um, you're not going off in your calculator right now, typing it in. No, sure. like you're really, no, no, no because I use pieces that I knew. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Pieces that, and, and, and you walk through each year, like yep, this, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this, mm-hmm. yep. 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 Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Is that what you would have done? No. Oh, you want to show <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to think a little bit about 2.4 times 0.77, I think. I think that's where I'm going to go. okay. All right. I think that's where I'm going to go. So I'm I'm honestly in a ratio table, and I'm going to think about 1.77, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to then double that to get 2.77s. So I'm sort of thinking about 277 cents. So 2 times 77 cents would be a dollar... 40 and 14 is a dollar 54. Mm-hmm. So I was that kind of explicit how I just did that. Yep. I thought about yep. 70 cents and, 70 and then cents. two sevens. Mm-hmm. So two 77 cents would be a dollar 54. And I still need, so the problem was 2.4 77 cents. Mm-hmm. Right now I've got two 77 cents. So I need 0.4. So I'm going to go ahead and double that to get four. 77 cents. So mm-hmm. double 1.4. Well, I know double a dollar 50 is three. So that's going to be three dollars and eight cents. Dollar mm-hmm. 50, dollar 50, and then four cents and four cents. So, so four of these 77 cents is three dollars and eight cents. Now you might be like, Pam, why do you need four of them? Well, I don't, but I need 0. 0.4 of them because the problem was 2.4 77 cents. I've already got two of them. I had four of them. 
four was three dollars and eight cents. So 0.4 is going to be a tenth of that. So a tenth of four is 0.4, and a tenth of 3.08, 3.08 is 0 0.308. Mm. 0 0.308. So now I've got two 77 cents, and I've got 0 0.4 77 cents. Those correspond corresponded to 1.54 and 0 0.308. And so when I add 1.54 or a dollar 54 to 30 cents with this eight tenths of a cent left over, a dollar mm -hmm. 54 and 30 cents is a dollar 84 with that eight thousandths left over. Mm -hmm. So I've got, I've got 1.848. Oh yeah. Which is what you had. Sorry. No one's surprised. <laughs> I was, was it's actually, I've, I'd forgotten you did it. Cause I was doing it. <laughs> You're own, thinking my own way. Yeah. yeah I was actually thinking. Yeah. Very so cool. those are, those are relationships, but like yeah. both of us decided to use different relationships that could sort of be helpful. I'm yeah. a little curious to wonder what if I would have given you the problem 0.77 times 0.24. I wonder, would you have done anything different? Would that have struck you any different? Hmm. That's a good question. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I might have thought about whole number relationships and then scaled down. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I still like the 75 cents. I still like, I feel like I still like 75% of 24. But that's a little different than 75% of 2.4. Yeah, so then I would say... Um, well, I feel like I would say 75% of 24 is 18 and then scaled it down to get 0.18. To get the 0.75. So the 0.75 mm -hmm. times mm -hmm. 24 would be 0.18. Mm -hmm. But the problem was 0.77 times 0.24. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just in my head thinking about if would it be any different than what I had done before? I mean, so it's a little interesting to me that when I gave you 0.75 times 2.4, you're like, I'm thinking about 75% of 2.4. And then you found the extra 2% and added it back. It sounds to me like you're, you're, you're have the same attack strategy. It's just that you would have been doing it with 24. Yeah. And then, and then scaled because you were actually supposed to do it with 0.24. That is a little different. I mean, both yeah. both times you were going to find 75% and 2%, but one time you you stayed in the decimals. You, mm -hmm. you, you found 75% of 2.4 and then 2% of 2.4. But if I, if I had made it 0.77 times 0.24, then you're like, mm, I'm thinking of 75% of 24. And I, just knowing that you're going to then have to scale divided um. by 100 at the end. You know what? Yeah. I actually, I just, I, I was listening to you, I promise, but I was actually thinking. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing your own math. You were like, so excited. All right, all right, all right. Fine, I actually fine. was like, no, I think I would think about it in whole numbers. And I was like, would I? Because I love 24 for double half. <laughs> and so I, oh. I, I think I would go, what I wrote on my paper just now was 77 times 24. And then below that, I wrote 154 times 12. And then I was like, would I want to go there? And then when I did the next, I did 308 times six. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, because that's 1848. I know that. You could just and see three. Hang I, on, yes. you so fast. You can see three hundred eight times six. How do you just spell it out? It's just three hundred times six. Three hundred times six and eight times six is just eighteen hundred forty-eight. Kind of like left okay. to right-ish. Okay. And then because I had landed in whole numbers, I would go okay, but I know that I have way too much of a place value shift. I got to go one at a time. I definitely do. So then. I would shift four place values to get 0.1848. And, but you, you're thinking you'd probably do that one at a time. Yes. You're like, okay, so yeah. So so then Kim, with that doubling and having strategy, you could like lift 77 and 24 out of that problem, double in yes. half, get this 1848. Yes. And then I could have given you 7.7 .7 times 2.4. Mm -hmm. And with that 1848, you could then reason that you would have to shift mm -hmm. the decimal mm -hmm. twice. Or I could have Well, and I might have even bumped into that along the way as I was shifting originally, right? Because because when I'm when I'm considering shifting those place values, it's changing the 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 problem. So what do you mean when bump I, into what? What did you <laughs> what You did said you I you, that? you said I you might have given me 7.7 .7 times 0.24. Uh huh. And because I was moving from 77 times 24 to 0.77 times 20, 0.24, uh -huh. as I shifted the place value one at a time, I would have considered 7.7 .7 times 0 0.24, uh -huh. 0.77 times. So, so I would have solved a lot of problems in just the <laughs> shift itself. That's interesting. That makes I'm not sense. Sure I never thought about that. Yeah, okay. it does. Cool. <laughs> Super cool. All right, y'all. So that's a pretty gnarly problem. 0.77 times 2.4 that we did yeah. a few ways. I wonder, you might be thinking, Pam, do we really want our students chewing on problems like this? Don't we just, don't we want them to sit and just do a bunch of mindless stuff so they can get the answer and they can move on? I just took a deep breath. Because if that's what you're thinking, and I, and I can understand why, I, I really can, I can empathize with what you're thinking about. Would you consider that what you just thought or what you just said was, Pam, can't we just have students do a bunch of mindless stuff and get an answer? Well, if that's really what you want with, that's the steps of the algorithm, right? We just want to do the same thing every time and just get an answer so they can move on. If that's really your goal, just hand them a calculator. They'll be more correct. They'll be more successful. If your goal is to do the same thing every time without developing this thinking and reasoning and magnitude and sense of size. And like Kim just said, answering all those questions at the same time. If your goal is just to do the same thing every time and get an answer, then why waste all that time that we do to get those steps of the algorithm in the first time? And then how many times are kids going to say, miss, miss? Is this where I line them up or where I move the decimal? <gasps> and I'm going to go, no, nah. like it's not about whether I line them up or move the decimal. It's about thinking and reasoning and using relationships because we can. And when we do, then we build our brains to think mathematically. And that is what mathematizing is all about. And we can do it. Y'all go solve some problems thinking and reasoning. Thank you for tuning in and teaching more and more real math. To find out more about the Math is Figureoutable movement, visit mathisfigureoutable.com. Let's keep spreading the word that math is 
figure out of it. Thank you for listening and making math more figure outable. To learn even more, make sure you register for our free challenge at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. You are not going to want to miss the evenings of May 15th through 17th, starting at 7 p.m. Central. Math teaching, math teaching, go register now. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Join us to make math more and more figure outable. And if you can't join live, register and we'll send you access to the recordings. We'll see you there.